Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. I come to you today from the truly messy home I have made in this world, and from my longing for my forever home, and all of the homes I have loved all over the world that are in between. You are listening to episode 44, When You Have the Heart of a Performer. First, it's been a few weeks. That is because this performer has been working hard to finish her manuscript due in a couple of days. But I am happy to be back in this space talking about my messy journey of performing my way through this life. It's been a long, messy road. But grace is real, and I am learning to live that truth more and more. Hope you listen in. Good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good is better and your better is best. This is what my daddy would lovingly say to me as I marched out to do my chores on our dairy farm with the determination of a major world leader to get the job done and done well. My daddy did not say this to push me to succeed. Quite the opposite. He wanted me to just sit in his lap and let him hold me. Hmm. That is definitely an analogy worth delving into. Rather, my father would say say this simply because he was calling it how he saw it. Me, with this utter determination to be the best at everything. Fast forward to my senior year of high school, valedictorian, 10 or so awards at senior awards night, MVP on my field hockey and lacrosse teams. I cleaned up with a lot of good, better, bestin. Performance marked my life so profoundly that I walked around with hunched shoulders, seemingly carrying around the weight of the world, trying oh so hard to be perfect. When I was around 25, I was talking with a friend and said, as though it was a shocking revelation, I just can't be the best at everything. He looked dumbfounded and said, hello, as if wanting to shake some sense into me. And I knew I couldn't be the best and definitely not perfect. I knew it cold. I could tell you the theology of Jesus' perfection for my imperfection in great detail. I longed for God's glory and not my own to be known through my life, yet still I performed. Much of my life has been my performing and God's reforming all the messiness of my performing ways. This reformation has come surprisingly through things like my journey with mental illness. When I thought I was past performing for others, he let me go through that gutting season of major manic episodes. He showed me what his love looked like when I had absolutely nothing to give. He gave me himself fully, and he gave me himself in the arms of my husband. I've been loved just because, and it's changed me to the very heart of my performing way of life. Whether we're the valedictorian studying through the nights or the dropout calling themselves a loser, we're all trying hard to live life on our own. We're all trying to perform our version of how things ought to go, living hard for what we care about. And God, 
while he's longing for us to bring all that wearying mess of our versions of how life should go, all we try to do or try not to do, all we care about or try not to care about. He's longing for us to bring all of that to him and to once and for all cast our try-hardness on his perfection. His is the true perfection, the one that faced it all, lived it all, felt it all, and because he loved us all and longed to restore us to God, he became our perfection, the kind that reconciles and redeems, refreshes and makes whole, becoming all that we need to live this life and end up in God's arms forever. He's the real deal and performance means nothing to him. He wants our true messy hearts and selves and he wants us to come to his arms forever. But the truth is, until we are unable to leave those arms for all the allure of performance, seeking the praise of others and ourselves, we'll keep flocking right to being the best at whatever matters to us. And he knows this. That's why he keeps his arms open. He keeps them open for all the coming back to home we'll keep needing to do. And he promises each time we do, we'll see that dark, murky mess of our performance distorting our identity be overcome by his perfect light, his perfect love, ever shining, ever ours. I hope you've enjoyed this very brief meditation on our performing ways. And as you reflect on your own heart, may you consider this practice here at this podcast, time well spent. For more from me, my journey with mental illness, my current series on vulnerability, and many other things about which I have written, visit my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. There's a couple of free eBooks there that you might find helpful in your journey. And I would love for you to check them out. And you can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. I would like to leave you with a few words from Emily P. Freeman's first book, Grace for the Good Girl, Letting Go of the Try-Hard Life. They read, With him, with Jesus, we can release the right to be perfect and never mess up. We can release the right to pay for our own failure, and we can release those around us from having to pay for their failures as well. As we surrender to Christ's power, knowing he is bigger than I am, and to his love, knowing he has my best interests in mind, we are able to experience strength from weakness, beauty from ashes, and freedom even in the midst of failure. So I hope that you can take a step closer to letting go of the try-hard life, of the performance that you may seek to do, and cling to the love of God which loves you just because and just beyond all of your mess. I would love to catch you right here in this space next time.